Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. Everybody likes you. You're cool. You're awesome. You live here locally. I don't want to, like, suggest anything, but Mayor Mark K, could that be a thing? Eh? I mean, not if it's up to the voters. <laughs> if you're going to have people vote on it, then probably not. What's up? This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Man, I'll tell you what. Holy cow with this Chris Cuomo guy. Wow. What the mouth on that guy. I mean, look, I knew that CNN anchors were vulgar and angry people and were prone to violence and, and disgusting outrages. And I knew that, that they hated, hated Trump and his supporters and anybody at all uh, from the right. But what Chris Cuomo did and said, I have to, I couldn't, I mean, it was, I'm not, I'm not lightly offended i'm not easily you know insulted but it was it was slightly impressive and also really kind of scary at the same time we have the complete we're still going through making sure we edited all the f-bombs last count there were 25 of them we want to make sure before we air that but we will bring you that call uh in the entire in its entirety in the meantime Thank you to everybody. We have a lot of people watching on Facebook today for the first time because yesterday this show, a lot of things happened yesterday that made this show go, I mean, just, I mean, talk about going viral. Chris Cuomo's going viral because he's just an angry SOB. We went viral, I think, because we were entertaining and also uh, a little bit informative. Yesterday we talked about Jeffrey Epstein and all the uh, and all the uh, you know the theories that are surrounding his quote unquote suicide. We played Bluegrass Boy, which Josh wasn't here yesterday. The other Josh is back today. You missed uh, Bluegrass Boy. I missed he was him. Here. I couldn't believe it, dude. And he went. I'm telling you, I get. I think at, at last count. A quarter of a million people Whoa. now have experienced yesterday's Bluegrass Boy. And uh, you know what? In fact, if you if you missed it here, we'll play it for you again. Um, we'll play it for you again here in just a minute. But it is on our Facebook page. It's on our Instagram. It easily became an instant sensation. And a lot of people were talking uh, Bluegrass Boy album, which, you know, so, so far we only have really two songs. Uh, I don't know how many would make up an album. We would need probably at least like six or seven more. But maybe one day. Uh, maybe one day, but yesterday, and, and there is a lot of, of course, you know, you have people on both sides of the issue. Folks saying this was really funny, LOLing. Oh my gosh, you have to hear this. Other people saying you shouldn't make fun of dead people, even if they were terrible, horrible pedophiles who, you know, were sex traffickers and sold women for into bondage and all that other stuff. You know, they're still God's children, and and death is no laughing matter. I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought it was a little bit funny, but just in case you here, you can judge for yourself. You can judge for yourself if you missed it. 
here was the now viral phenomenon, our very own Bluegrass Boy. We've got a ton of people online that want to comment on Epstein, but before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the Mark K Show, the one, the only, Bluegrass Boy. Who we are always very excited to have. Welcome, Bluegrass Boy. How y'all doing? I'd like to dedicate this one today to the late, great Jeffrey Epstein. I like to watch the news each day and sing and play banjo. I'll keep you up to date on all the stuff you ought to know. I'm the only news reporter in the world who sings bluegrass. And if you think this bit is stupid, well, then you can kiss my... Listen up, y'all. Woke up the other day to hear that Jeffrey Epstein died. They found him in his cell. He had committed suicide. But if you think that pervert really killed himself in jail, then let me tell you about this really nice bridge I've got for sale. This entire incident has got a putrid smell. You can figure out this mystery without breaking a sweat. Just look out for a prison guard driving a new Corvette. Here we go. The Clintons are synonymous with high-profile crime. When something like this happens, they're suspected every time. Oh, working for Bill and Hillary is no job for a wimp. Cause the deadliest job in the world is being Bill Clinton's pimp. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hopefully a lot of people. Anyway, I have a little bit of bluegrass boy to kick it off again today. You can see the video if you missed it uh, on our Facebook page. Over a quarter million people worldwide, probably more now, have seen almost as many people have enjoyed that video of bluegrass boy as have uh, as have been watching the Chris Cuomo explosion on on Facebook today because that that guy. I'll tell you what, and it was and you know I'm gonna be honest with you. We were, we, you know, we sit here and we talk about these people and we know them because we unfortunately watch the clips on CNN and we watch what they say and we know Anderson Cooper. And, you know, I think a lot of people know Anderson Cooper because he's a big celebrity. I think that a lot of people know Don Lemon at this point because, I mean, he's always crying on some show. Chris Cuomo, of the people on CNN, I think is probably one of the lesser known. You know the name, you might not necessarily know the guy, but he's just as awful as the rest of them. And it turns out he's got j- anger issues, anger management problems he i mean he just literally literally just destroyed a guy on, on camera i mean it all went viral uh who was you know who was who was poking fun at him and the 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 the, the really interesting thing about this is his entire argument the thing that he based his his outburst on the thing that he based his anger toward this and his ire toward these uh these uh these people on the right and i'll play what he said here in just a minute but the the whole basis for why he exploded is nobody can understand it because nobody's heard of this before he's basically saying that he was called a a an ethnic slur 
Chris Cuomo is Italian. And these guys who are who are, I guess, uh, Donald Trump supporters who are Republicans, not big fans of CNN, not big fans of Chris Cuomo. They referred to him in a particular way that made him explode enraged. I mean, he was it was the big bang of explosions. It went on for almost two minutes. As I said, we counted 25 F-bombs, a whole bunch of S-bombs, a couple of other random uh, words thrown in there, which I I wasn't sure if I could play on the air or not. And threats of violence, threats of, 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 uh, you know, throwing you down the stairs. Let's go. You hit me. I hit you. I mean, it was, it was the kind of irrational rage that you would think would happen if somebody actually said something negative. But what this guy called him, and again, I went to NYU. I know a lot of Italian people. I hung out with a lot of Italians. I watched The Godfather like 92 times. Uh, you know, I go to I go to Maggiano's a lot. So I I understand the Italian good uh, Carabas. Go to Carabas all the time. My kids love it. So I understand kind of you know uh, a lot about the Italian culture. I love it's my fit, second favorite country. Uh, I've been there so many times. Never once have I heard anyone say that this term is a negative term. But Chris Cuomo said that calling an Italian person this word is just as bad as calling a black person the N-word. And that's why he got so excited. We'll play it for you. We're going to play you the whole thing. We'll tell you exactly what went down. It's like a minute and a half of bleeps, but it's it's actually kind of it's actually kind of entertaining. And that's coming up in just a minute. So stay tuned to the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. You can also uh, hit up star star 1045 on your cell phone. That'll get you right through without having to dial all those extra digits. And uh, you can also leave us an open mic message in our mobile app. It's News 104.5 WOKV in your app store. All right. So Chris Cuomo was out and about with his family. They were at some kind of event. And some uh, dudes were walking by. And one of them yelled at Chris Cuomo, but instead of calling him Chris Cuomo, he called him Fredo. And Fredo, for those of you that don't know, is a character from, spoiler alert, by the way, spoiler alert. It's a character from the Godfather movie. And Fredo was one of the brothers. There's a bunch of brothers. There's Michael, Sonny, Fredo. And then there was uh, the lawyer who was actually adopted, played by James. It doesn't matter. Uh, and Fredo was the brother who was not really powerful. He wasn't in control of the family. He wasn't tough. He wasn't ever the godfather. In fact, when when the when uh, Marlon Brando, when Vito Corleone died, Michael Fredo got passed over and Michael became the new godfather. So I, I guess the symbolism or the, uh, you know, when you call somebody Fredo, you're basically calling them the, the lesser of the two brothers. And for those of you that don't know, Chris Cuomo from CNN is the lesser of the two brothers, or at least I guess in some people's opinion. I don't even know how you judge it, but his his brother is Governor Andrew Cuomo of the state of New York, which probably has a little bit more power, a little bit more pull, probably a little bit more oomph than, you know, just loudmouth reporter on CNN. If you could even call him that. So these guys are out. They see and they see uh, Chris Cuomo and they refer to him as Fredo and Chris Cuomo not happy with that at all and just goes off for a minute and 52 seconds, which we have right 
here, supposedly. I thought, I thought, I thought that's who you were. Oh, no, punk-ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, you're much... Fredo is from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your And they used it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Oh, Any you Italian? I gotta, I gotta it's a insult to your people. It's an insult to your people. It's like the N-word for us. So is that a cool Thing. You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, play. All right, I'm going to pause it for right now because there's a couple things. In this first part, he says that using the term Fredo when referring to an Italian person is the same as using the N-word when referring to an African-American person. And this is not the first time he said that. He had to apologize earlier in his career because he said calling a journalist fake news is the equivalent of using the N-word. And then, of course, a lot, a lot of, of African-American leaders were like, what the hell are you even talking? Absolutely not. And he had to issue an apology. Now here he is doing it again, uh, wrongly claiming that calling somebody Fredo when they're Italian is just as bad as, as the N-word uh, for an African-American. Is that something you want to say about what I do on television and say it? I'm going to fall near. Hey, listen. What? Yeah, you're going to have a big problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't f***ing insult me like that. I didn't insult you. You call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk bitch. You like that? You want that to be your nickname? I didn't call you that. You called me Fredo. You know my name's not Fredo. your name was. You did not think my name was all right, and this now here's the other thing. A lot of people throughout his life, because of his brother being in a position of power, being the governor of New York, I think have called him Fredo jokingly in jest. But I think I think this guy maybe be like, look, I just thought people called you Fredo because you know your brother's the Godfather and you're not. Uh, but anyway, as you can tell, really sit a, hit a sore spot, really hit a nerve with uh, with uh, with Chris Cuomo. By the way, there's way more. Be a liar. I'm gonna be a liar. Stand up like a man. Stand up, man. Be a man out here. Stand up. 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 Stand all right, so so he threatens. He goes, "Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw you down the stairs." Like he's literally now threatening to throw this guy down the stairs, which ironically is something that would happen in The Godfather, <laughs> which, is, which is he's trying to say, hey, look, I don't want to perpetuate any st Italian stereotypes, but I'm going to throw you down these effing stairs. You take a swing of me. Hey, oh, I mean, come on. Like, what? Are you, how are you? This is a guy making an argument and then negating his argument at the same time. Take a swing. Oh, no, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. So you want to call me Call me Hey, listen, man. I'm not doing anything. Wreck your you didn't, yeah, you, you didn't know what you were doing when you thought you basically, basically, it goes on. Then it gets broken up. Somebody comes in and goes, I'm breaking this up finally. I have to be honest with you. I have to be honest with you. I edited that. And it took the entire one hour that I have to prepare for the show before. Like, literally, I was not able to prepare anything else because it took me an hour to edit out all of those 25 bombs, F-bombs, S-bombs, whatever else, 
all the this. I had to go through it like three times and make sure that I be like, oh my god, make sure I didn't miss one. And it just and it just continues on. Hey, and on. Right. I thought it was your name. You didn't know, right? You didn't know what you were saying, right? I thought it was his name. I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. It's my guy. Hey, look at all these cameras. You're in for it. You're in for what? You're in for. You're in for it. You're in for it, buddy. You're in for it, Chris Cuomo. You're in for it, Fredo. 855-765-1045. Listen, I'm just curious because personally I'm Polish. So I've been called way worse. But is is are there any Italian people out there that react? Are you of Italian descent? Has anyone ever called you, Fredo? Is that the reaction that is justified? 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. I'll read you CNN's reaction. I'll read you Sean Hannity's surprise reaction. And I want to hear your reaction, too. It's next on News 104.5 WOKV. Got to get Mark a more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. We make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. You broke my heart. a crucial scene that was the kiss of death scene from godfather 2 where al pacino uh goes up to his brother fredo gives gives him a kiss and says i know it was you i don't again i don't want to give too much away but if you haven't seen the godfather by now i mean let's face it you're probably probably never going to see it 855-765-1045 there was one thing in chris cuomo's tirade that i thought wow that's awesome and that was he said something that i thought would be a great name for this show Oh, well, hold on. Let me see if I... Oh, I can't play both at the same time. Hang on. Here it is. Punk-ass bitches from the right. Let me play it one more time because it was tough to hear. Punk-ass bitches from the right. How great would that be for our show? Like, that <laughs> That should be the new name of this show. <laughs> because, or at least we could put that We could put that on a T-shirt or something. 855-765-1045. Lorenza in Jacksonville. How you doing, Lorenza? All right. Oh, good. Twist it. You can't get offended by a slur affect a whole nationality of people because it affects you. Yeah. And yeah. Hollywood can't create a slur that is something over hundreds of years that is an insult to a, per, to a group of people, not Hollywood created, and now you believe it, and you plan the world in your real life. Yeah, Lorenzo, that's a great point. It's not a racial slur at all. It's a slur on his status and his family. So, yeah, oh, sure, he's personally offended by it because his dad was governor and his brother is governor and he yells on TV. I mean, look, I can understand how you would be upset. Maybe you wanted to go the political route, but you just couldn't. So when you look at when you look at the the whole family, maybe he is the Fredo of the family, but that has nothing to do with his heritage. It just has something to do with his lack of career advancement or his you know his his choice in in uh, in career pat in jacksonville how are you pat pretty good how about yourself mark i'm doing great thanks so much for asking what'd you want to say 
Well, when I listened to the statements made by Como, I said to myself, you know what? He made a specific threat, and he had the immediate means to carry it out. So he's a danger to somebody else, and I guarantee you, up in New York City, they got red flag laws. They should do a red flag complaint on him and go take all his guns. Oh, yeah, dude, that's a good point. That's a good point. He uh, definitely seemed to be mentally unstable. He definitely seemed to have some anger issues. He was openly threatening violence against somebody in public, an unarmed person. So, yeah, he definitely, if he has guns, I guess you're right. They should go and get them. Or if he ever applies for a permit, uh, that should definitely come up as... Uh, and, and bite him in the butt. Matt in St. Augustine, how are you, Matt? Hey, Mark, how you doing today, buddy? Doing good, man. What do you want to say about uh, well, Chris I, Cuomo's I, I, tirade? This whole thing is so dang I'm funny. I'm so glad that guy, that last fellow said that. It was an individual thing. It wasn't a blanket over your whole race thing. But I think the main point, or at least the larger point, uh, is, I don't know if you, if you remember this too, but his grandfather was also the governor of uh, New York. Oh, was um, wow. So he comes from a long yeah, line of he, way more important people. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to talk about the guy that, he's the Billy Ripken of that family, okay? Got it, um, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and if you know Billy Ripken, he's Cal's little yeah, brother. Yeah, Cal's little brother, right. Uh, but as long as Al Neary doesn't take him fishing, he's okay. That, <laughs> more spoiler alerts. Uh, 855-765-1045. Steve in Jacksonville. What's up, Steve? Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning, sir. What do you want to say? Well, I had to call in because I was really surprised when I heard you say that you were Polish. Yeah, because um, people don't like to admit that. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is, unlike you, I'm Polish. But I've got, I'm a ski, so there's no getting away from it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to pass along. I always refer to myself as a Polak. Yeah. Um, and, and, and one of the things that I found out from a family that is from Poland, that if you were to go to Poland and call someone over there a Polak, that's the equivalent of calling an African-American the N-word. So that, I was really kind of surprised by that and kind of humored at the same time. Yeah, I mean, again, and, and you know, uh, the other Josh has asked me that, too. And thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it because I never really – no one ever called me that. Usually they call me bald, annoying, uh, jackass I get a lot, uh, difficult to work with. I mean, I, there's so many other things that I've been called that if somebody actually called me uh, a Polak, I don't know that I would take it. As a, as a, I, you know, I just be like, yep, that's right. My family's Polish. Also, fun fact, there's a Polish restaurant in St. Augustine that I went to the other day. Holy cow. If you love kielbasa and pierogies, you, it's called, what did I say it was called? Goffrey's and Goods or something. I don't know, whatever. But it's like a Polish Greek restaurant. Amazing. Totally amazing. 855-765. A little off topic, but since we're talking about heritage. Now, also, here's the other thing, too. We don't try to offend people on this show. Uh, we, we sometimes do. Okay. We often do pretty much on a daily basis, but we try not to. And so, you know, if, if Fredo is offensive and no one yet has called in and said, I'm Italian and I agree with Chris Cuomo, Fredo is offensive. But what I've done is I went, I you know, cause I thought there's definitely, I've used the term in my, in my own life. Like for example, every now and then, if you're, if you're watching the stream, you can see, uh, every now and then I'll enjoy one of these Stouffer's uh, frozen fettuccine Alfredo meals. But I'm going to I'm going to no longer refer to it as that. I'm going to take hang on. I'm going to wipe it down. I'm going to cross out the Fredo because that's that's a wordy dirt. And look, now we're just going to call it. Look, Stouffer's Fettuccine Al. 
right? Because again, we don't want to be offended. We don't want to be offensive. So if you, if you're, what do you, what do you? Oh, thank you. Are you? <laughs> Josh is making sure that we don't get triggered by his clapping. So he's he's giving me a little hand rub. Uh, and then also, but here's the other thing I noticed too in the grocery store. Now this isn't Fredo's, but it's Fritos, which I'm going to be honest with you, sounds a lot like Fredo's. Fredo's, Fritos, they're very similar. So what we're going to do is we're going to no longer, we're going to cross out Fritos because that's definitely offensive. And then we're going to have to come up with a new name for it. Call, call them Cuomo's? What do we call them? Well, let's call them Cuomo's. Let's do that. See? Cuomo Crisp. <laughs> Cuomo's. There we go. So now, hopefully that's not offensive to anybody. Instead of a bag of uh, Fritos, you can just have a bag of Cuomo's uh, and some fettuccine owl. And this is going to be our lunch today. today for, for lunch today, we're having Cuomo's and fettuccine owl. 855-765-1045. Doodah Man. What's up, Doodah Man? How are you? Yeah, good morning. I think you're missing the point here why Fredo's going ballistic. For years, Rush Limbaugh has referred to him as Fredo. Well, that explains and it. And that's probably why he's got his panties in a while, because that's Rush Limbaugh's nickname for him. That's probably I didn't even know. Well, that explains it. If Rush Limbaugh said it, it's definitely going to trigger him. For years, for, Rush Limbaugh's been calling him Fredo. For years. That's probably why. All right. Well, All right, thank you. No, I appreciate it. Look at that. You know... It always comes back to Rush Limbaugh, doesn't it? It always comes back to Rush. 855-765-1045. Dave from Sandalwood. How are you, Dave? Hey, Mark. I, I wanted to explain uh, some historical uh, facts. Uh, the worst thing you could call in Italian when oh, I was wait, we don't, hold on, don't, we don't get. We don't want to hear the worst things you can call. Uh, can you can you shed well, any light on, on the Fredo it, situation? It, it, well, um uh, Fredo was the oldest son uh, of Don Corleone. Right. Yeah, we know but, that. I mean, it, but as yeah, so, are, and, Dave, uh, are you an Italian American? No, I'm not. But oh. I mean, uh, you just know, but, you know. I just, no, I'm not. I just know what not to call them. 855-765-1045. We got to take another quick break. 855-765-1045. We have a few more calls. I believe we have some open mics on this as well. We're going to play those here in just a minute. And then also, speaking of offensive things uh, regarding uh, foreigners and immigrants, uh, Donald Trump has a new immigration policy, which, wouldn't you know, is getting under a lot of people's skin. 855-765-1045. Both of those coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Andrew Cuomo, the cockroach. I smash him with my hands. Andrew Cuomo, he is soft, just like Fredo. I'm sure he meant it in a mean way and knew what he was saying. That being said, real Italians have thicker skin than that. Mm. By the way, these Cuomos are delicious. Do you want them? I'd love a Cuomo. Have Thank some you. Cuomos. Mm. Mm. Abby, do you want some Cuomos? Cuomo. There we go, perfect. They're crispy. I can't wait to uh, microwave my fettuccine owl later on today. All right. That's enough. What's up, everybody? This is the Mark K Show. Well, now I have Cuomo's in my mouth. I got <laughs> I'm waiting for someone on the chat now to isolate that. Anyway, this is the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. Let's get back to the phones. Ed from St. Augustine. How are you, Ed? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great, man. Can you say roid rage? And, well, I'm you think that's what it is? 
I'm telling you, this guy's stacking and jacking. He's always posting pictures of himself in the gym. That sounded like a freaking Roy rage. I think that boy's juicing. Let me ask is you, he, what, is he, what does he need steroids for? He's a TV so He's not The Rock. He's not an he, MMA he, fighter. I know that. I know that. But there's an allure to it. I'm 61 years old. I went through the whole spill. Dacadura ball and Winstrawby, it becomes attractive when you work out all the time just to get that little edge yeah. and start seeing super-duper results because you plateau when you work out. And he's in the gym all the time. And I'm telling you, man, that was roid rage. All right, man. Hey, and I appreciate it. Thanks so much for calling. By the way, whenever you start using words like plateau, gym, workout – I kind of I kind of like zone. I'm like, <laughs> well, hand me some more of those Cuomos. 855-765-1045. One of my best friends I grew up with is full-blooded Italian. Storelli is his last name, so you could tell where his name comes from. And, uh, yeah, he said that's that's a no-go. I mean, you don't react that way. You don't react. He says it's a no-go. Like, you don't re That's just, I mean, that's just a ridiculous overreaction to what seems like. And this can't be. I mean, look, you are on CNN. You are on CNN, the fakest news network in the entire world. You've been the number one target of Donald Trump and all his supporters for like ever, for years. You're telling me this is the first time something like this has happened to you. You're telling me that people don't berate you. And I'm nowhere near as popular as as Chris Cuomo. I have nowhere near as many people watching or listening every day as CNN. And people still say mean stuff to me every single day. You should go go to our Facebook page right now. Go to my Instagram, Mark K, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E. Look at some of the videos. I post. Look at the uh, videos I posted about Baltimore or the black people at the Trump rally or even yesterday's even yesterday's bluegrass boy video about Jeffrey Epstein's death. What is what could you possibly hate about bluegrass boy? But people find something and they find something. They call me the worst names in history and I don't explode. I don't threaten to throw them down the stairs. Number one, I can't because, as I just mentioned, I don't go to the gym. And number two, I would just never. That's not how sensible people react. This is this is not how sensible people react. I thought, I thought, I thought that's who you were. Oh, punk ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. You must. Fredo is from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your? And brother? they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? No, no, we're not. But here's the thing. I definitely we should call him Fredo because he said clearly, punk ass bitches on the right call me Fredo. So I guess, I guess we all need to do <laughs> I guess we all need to do that now because. That's what is by the way, isn't using that a negative like what if he he literally told the guy you are a PAB. Why isn't that that guy didn't explode? That guy didn't blow up. That's not a nice term for somebody who votes Republican. 855-765-1045. It's not even a nice term for somebody who votes Democrat. Cindy in Jacksonville. How are you, Cindy? Thanks for calling the Mark K show. Hey, how are you, Mark? I'm dying over this. I'm a Palumbo, first of all. Oh, and you're a I, the, I sure am. And the Fredo thing's hilarious. Now, my being, brother would spit his beer. Being a Palumbo, <laughs> have you ever taken offense to somebody calling you a Fredo? No, there's some other words that might get a black eye, but yeah, no. absolutely not. <laughs> but not Fredo. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. By the way, if your pipes are ever clogged, just call her because she's a Palumbo. <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, eight, eight, five, I was channeling Josh for just a moment there. 855-765-1045. Joe from San Marco. What's up, Joe? Hey, I'm Italian. I was born in an Italian mob neighborhood up in Brooklyn. Okay. Okay. 
and I grew up during the Godfather years and all that. It's hilarious because nobody ever took that as a racist remark. We used to call each other Fredo all the time. Hey, what are you doing? You're not, hey, you're not smiling. You're not, you're afraid. You're afraid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, okay, so let me get this straight. What you're saying then, Joe, and this sheds a lot of light on it. What you're saying is he's not upset because it's a slang term for Italian. He's upset because it's an Italian term for stupid. Is basically what it is. Well, but basically, Fredo in The Godfather, right? Yeah. He would, if you see, okay, when um, in Godfather, actually, real fast, Godfather Three, when they when uh, they put a, a head on Michael, yeah, and he gave Robert Duvall. He I got to disappear for a while. He had to go to Cuba or whatever. Right? Yeah. No, we he, said, he said. He said, Fredo, he's smart. He's got, he, no, he said, Fredo's good-hearted. He's a nice guy, but he's stupid. Right. You know what I mean? He's not strong. He's weak. Look, best two out of three. No, good-hearted, you know, good-hearted and what was it, likable? Who doesn't want to be good-hearted and likable? I'm good-hearted, likable, and stupid. And I'm okay with it. You can call me whatever you want. 855-765-1045. In fact, I'll give you the number, and I'll pay for the phone call. 855-765-1045. By the way, surprisingly... Sean Hannity, who has been called several names himself, tweeted out uh, when this when this first went viral uh, about, well, 13 hours ago now. He tweeted out, I say good for Chris Cuomo. This is Sean Hannity from Fox News saying, I say good for Chris Cuomo. He's out with his nine year old daughter and his wife. And this guy is being a jackass in front of his family. In my humble opinion, Chris Cuomo has zero to apologize for. He deserves the apology. That's Sean Hannity's Twitter. And I checked. He did not get hacked. He did not get hacked. I think he actually tweeted that, which is surprising to me. because It's even more surprising because if you're out with your nine-year-old daughter, do you really threaten to so throw someone down the stairs? Hey, then on what you said. Hey, then on what you said. Listen, man, I have a problem with you, man. You're going to have a problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll ruin you. I'll throw you down these stairs like a Oh, please do. I mean, that's in front of his in front of his wife and his nine year old daughter, and now Sean Hannity's okay with it. What is going on in the world today? Hand me some more Cuomo's. I can't I can't even deal. Star Star one zero four five. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up next on News one zero four point five WOKV. Got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark, don't sell yourself short. Have you seen CNN's ratings? I think you probably do have more listeners than they have viewers. You know what? <laughs> we, may have, we may have more people watching us on Facebook than they have watching them on the cable news network. Uh, we have over 100, which I think could we... Hell, we have six on Periscope, so maybe we do have more viewers than CNN today. And I and we appreciate every single one of the of you guys on Twitch, on Periscope, on Mixer, on YouTube. We get people from all over the place, and we love, love, love it. Um, and we appreciate everything you do. Also, if you want to listen online or if you want to download uh, our mobile app, that's that's the best way to listen because you don't have to worry about going out of range, especially if you drive or travel. You just download News 104.5 WOKV in your app store, and you will. 
uh, you will be able to hear us all the time. 855-765-1045 is the number. I wish we could talk about Chris Cuomo and just play his his outburst all day long. But there is other news. For example, Donald Trump, in the midst of all this, has released a new regulation. He came out yesterday. It could dramatically cut the number of legal immigrants allowed to enter and stay in the U.S. by making it easier to reject green card and visa applications as reported by... CNN. The rule says many green card and visa applicants could be turned down if they have low incomes or little education and have used benefits such as Medicaid, food stamps and housing vouchers because they're deemed more likely to need government assistance in the future. Basically, what Donald Trump's saying is that we want to encourage self-reliance. We want to encourage self-sufficiency for those coming to stay in the United States. That was a quote from Ken Cuccinelli, uh, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services Director. So basically what Donald Trump now wants to do is put in forth stricter, um, you know, stricter guidelines for people that are applying. And these are people that are coming here legally. We're not even talking about illegal immigrants. We're talking now about legal immigration, which also should be looked at, which also requires reform. And his statement is, look, if you're coming here, awesome. You cannot be a drain on our economy. You cannot be a drain on our system. You cannot just come here and apply for food stamps and public housing and, you know, what a welfare and whatever. I don't even know what all these, you know, Medicaid. We need people who can come here and contribute and earn their keep and invest and build a business and support themselves. Be Build your own American dream. Don't expect, you know, just to get a bunch of free stuff. And, of course, guess who's all upset? The left. Every single one. They're almost as upset as Chris Cuomo was when somebody called him Fredo. You don't want to sue? No, that sounds like something the left would say. You're going to pass out? We're going to sue? We're going to have him sue? Supreme Court, here we come. 855-765-1045. Craig is in Green Cove. Craig, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? Good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Oh, doing great, sir. What do you want to say about uh, Trump's, new economic, or, uh, Trump's new immigration policy? Well, Mark, I've vetted... Um, I'll be nicer. Uh, women uh, that, are, that, are, that were that are were wives aren't anymore. But we, this process is nothing new. I mean, that the, the questionnaires they gave us that I had to answer about her and her family as as we were trying to get her into the country, even being married to her, we had to go through this process, and you had to answer all these questions to make sure that we weren't going to be a burden on the government, even though I was in the military. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing new. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Yeah. Well, I think now it's a big deal because Donald Trump is reiterating it, and I think he's making it uh, – I, I guess it looks like he's making it even stronger than what we have in place now. What kind of question? So, you, so tell us your story. You were in the military, and you brought a wife. You met your wife where? Uh, actually, we met in the Azores. Okay. She was Brazilian. All right, she's Brazilian. So you brought her here to the United States, and what did she have to do as part of the process? Oh, we went through months and months of vetting, mm-hmm. uh, paperwork between consulates. Um, you know, my pay. You know, had to prove I was in the military, even though I was applying to the military. Right. Yeah. And it was it was absolutely incredible, and took months. I mean, she literally got her visa like two days before we were supposed to leave. And now she's here with you. Uh, well, oh. she's here. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> well then maybe maybe we maybe we didn't vet her enough is all I'm saying. <laughs> Craig, thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling. I'm sorry that didn't work out for you after all those after <laughs> after all that time. You gotta be kidding me. 
You know how much paperwork I had to fill out? Dan, <laughs> Dan uh, calling from near Stark. Dan, thanks for calling. What you what you want to say? Uh, uh, a lot of these people, have, and I was making this out where this new green card thing is new. It's something that Trump has just dreamt up and all that is not. It was a bipartisan uh, legislation that was passed in 1996. Now, this is new enforcement, but here again, this is not anything that's brand new. It's been on the books for a long time. Yeah, and that is that is something you're I mean, look, and that's one of the problems is that Donald Trump is enforcing laws and codes and things that have been on the books for a long time. And people don't like that because because the last president never really enforced. He only enforced the laws he liked. He didn't enforce the laws he didn't like. And, you know, he just ignored those. So now you have a president who's enforcing basically all the laws saying, look, we got a law here. You know, we got to enforce it. We got a law here with the board. If you don't like it, go change the law. My job as the chief executive is to make sure that the laws are executed. And your job as the Congress, your job as the Senate is to make and pass the law. You know, I can't I can't pick and choose which laws I want to which laws I want to um you know, I want to uh, avoid and which laws I want to, you know, I want to enforce. But, you know, a lot of folks are saying this is also not a bad thing for the United States of America. You don't get to come to this country and get free stuff. No, I mean, unless you're Bernie Sanders uh, or Kamala Harris or or you know, Elizabeth Warren. I mean, that's their that's their whole platform. In fact, they're going to make it even harder. Uh, or they're going to make it even easier or, or they're going to make it even, uh, you know, more exciting for people to come to this country, both legally and illegally, by making it a free for all. And I don't think they've factored any of that. I mean, how do you factor in free health care and free, uh, you know, uh, Medicaid and free tuition and free whatever else there are, you know, free tacos and burritos and on Tuesdays? Oh, no, that's when you get it. That's when you test drive a Toyota at Arlington. Uh, but it, they're, they're going to factor in all of this free stuff, not just for the existing American population and the dreamers that are here but how do you even how do you even extrapolate the potential influx of of new americans or new immigrants are going to have when they realize hey it is a free-for-all in the u.s there's no way to do it trump didn't say the poor have to stay home he just said if you're coming over here and my tax dollars have to buy your lunch maybe you should stay where you're at I agree. All right. Uh, star star 1045 or 855 765 1045 is the number. Star star 1045. I'm curious to know what this administration is going to do with U.S. citizens that are milking the system, living on welfare, uh, Section 8, and all these other government programs. Well, that is the question. I will say this. Fewer people are on food stamps and welfare and uh, and assistance now than there have been in decades, thanks to Donald Trump and his economic policies. That's what happens when you lower unemployment of minorities, of of, of African-Americans, Asian unemployment. They're the lowest unemployment rates in a very long time. And guess what? That coincides with people being able to support themselves and be self-sufficient and get off of these government programs. 855 Six five one zero four five. We gotta take a quick break. We got more of your phone calls. Josh is working on some of your open mic messages. More of the Mark K show is coming up on News one hundred four point five WOKV. This immigration policy is what we want as the people. We don't want to just bring people here that are just going to suck us dry. That that is too. That, that's a very important part, and that's really you know. The thing about the media and the thing about, you know, the fake news, by the way, somebody on the chat said we should start calling Chris Cuomo fake news Fredo. <laughs> what the 
I was just talking about. You really want to talk about a guy going? You think Fredo upset him? Fredo, take a swing. Oh, you call me Fredo. Take a swing. Take a swing. Watch your hands. Watch your hands. Imagine if he had called him fake news Fredo. I mean, that would have been that would have been the that would have been the end of it. Uh, but, but basically, this is the one thing that people don't realize is that whenever Donald Trump comes up with something like, oh, I don't know, border wall or stricter immigration or, hey, let's cut taxes. These are not just things Donald Trump is thinking up to upset the media. These are not just things Donald Trump is thinking up because he knows that the left's going to go ballistic. These are not just ideas Donald Trump and his and his band of, of villainous cohorts, uh, you know, go down into the war room and discuss so that they can they can really just trigger everybody at the social on the Socialist Party, uh, you know, at the Socialist Party gathering. That's not what it is. Donald Trump and his and his villainous gang of cohorts, they're out there trying to come up with things that they know the American people want, need and will benefit from. They're trying to make America great again, not just a catchy slogan, not just some really good looking words on a hat, but an actual agenda. Let's make America great again. Let's figure out what we can do. Well, what's one thing we can do? Let's get people off of food stamps. We don't think that people benefit when they're on food stamps. We don't think that ben people benefit when they're on, on welfare. We don't think that any of these programs actually help people feel better about themselves and make a difference and, and go out and, and, you know, build a future for themselves. They probably bring them down, make them feel depressed, make them feel needy. You know, nobody wants that. Let's figure out a way to help them. And he's done that with the strong economy, with all the jobs, lowest, lowest unemployment in decades. You know, best economy in decades. The trade war. Oh, the trade wars. That's just a way for Donald Trump to he's just that's just a way for him to be greedy and, and show that he's he's not a coward and it's hurting our farmers. It's helping a lot more people than it's hurting. And in the long run, we've already seen the benefits of the trade agreements. We've seen that the uh, the, the NAFTA scrapping NAFTA and starting over again with the USMCA, which we're just waiting on Congress to, to you know, to pass into law. All of this stuff. All of this stuff is stuff that Donald Trump has come up with and said, what is my number one goal? He doesn't need to do anything to upset the left. They're already upset with him. All he needs to do is do things that make his base, make his voters, make the people that supported him feel better and earn more and keep more of their money. He needs to say to his people, hey, you guys voted for me. What do you want? OK, great. Let's go give it to you. And, it, you know, and of course, you know, the added benefit is it really upsets everybody on the left. It triggers Andrew Cuomo. It triggers fake news Fredo. It triggers it triggers all of them. And and at the same time, it does do what Donald Trump said he was going to do all along. And that is make America great again. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Andy from the South Side. Hi, Andy. How are you? Hi. Not to beat Dick to death, but uh, on the surface, it sounds like Chris Cuomo overreacted. But for context, if you understand that he was out apparently with uh, his wife and his nine-year-old daughter, that changes the entire dynamic of the thing. I and can see where he might get tighter under the collar over that. Really? But see, here's it. So you think that being in front of his wife and his nine-year-old daughter being called Fredo, that's an appropriate reaction? I don't say it was particularly appropriate, but it changes it a bit. It, it, it explains it a little better. Oh. I, I mean, yeah, I guess, look, I guess when you're, when you're a New Yorker and you work for CNN, uh, yeah, you react differently in those situations than than I than than I would. I mean, look, when my kids are are with me or my wife's with me, and somebody yells something at me or says something or says they don't like the show, which you know happens <laughs> a lot, then I don't react that way. You know, I say, all right, well, the, you know, it's not it's not for everybody. And I try to teach my I try to uh, I try to teach my kids, hey, you know what? Some people are jerks. Some people are not nice. But you got to take the high road. 
And I, I just, I feel like a nine, my daughter is, how old is she? 12? It's like 11 or she's like 11 ish, 12 ish, something like that. And if I reacted that way, she would be scared of me for weeks. She would cry. She would scream. She would be upset. She would have nightmares about her daddy going crazy. So I always try not to do that. In fact, I try not to get angry at home at all. I le- I bring all my anger to work. I yell at people here. What are you laughing at? Accurate. Okay, That's yeah. very accurate. Bro, yeah. look, look, if I'm going to yell at somebody, if I'm going to act like that to somebody, if I'm going to have conflict, it's not going to be with the people I live with. I love them. It's going to be the people I work with. I only see them for like two hours a day. That's why both your offices are inside soundproof studios. <laughs> exactly. So you can be as loud as you want. What are you saying, Josh? Oh my gosh. You want a piece of me? Come on, I'll, th- I'll throw you down these stairs. Calm down, Fredo. Hey, calm down, Fredo. Oh, okay. Hey, that's that's racist. Uh, star, star, star. Also, I really hurt my hand. That was really, that was, I really, ow, I'm going to need some ice. Star, star. Oh, wait, I have a frozen, uh, I have a frozen fettuccine owl that I can use. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, yeah, that feels great. Star Star 1045-855-765-1045. Rhonda wrote, I'm Alfredo, you. <laughs> this is great. One day we're just going to not going to do a show at all. We're just going to read all of the comments on the chat because a lot of them are a lot funnier than we are. Um, or you know what? Or we'll just read them, but we'll take credit for them so that our bosses don't think, hey, what are we paying these idiots for? We, we could just have the chat. Uh, we just have uh, Jamie Dupree 2.0. We Jamie Dupree 2.0, the chat. And there you go. There's the show. 855-765-1045. Uh, this is Patrick from Orange Park. Patrick, hi. Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Um, basically, the whole reason why I called is, you know, I mean, I have no problem with what Trump's trying to do here. You know, us as Americans, we need to take care of our own people before we start taking care of the rest of the world. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the long and the short of it. I mean, I I feel like and again, I I don't remember. I kind of wish that I had a better recollection of what what my parents went through when I came to this country, because, again, coming from Canada, uh, you know, I'm sure it's not. It's not as difficult, but it wasn't really easy. I mean, there were tests that had to be taken. There were forms that had to be filled out. There were lawyers that had to be paid. There were trips back and forth across the border. You know, there was there was I remember my parents talking about not knowing what was going to happen or why it was taking so long. And they were stressed about it. Uh, But, you know, I don't know. They never we were never on. I mean, we weren't rich by any means, but we were never on food stamps. We never took government assistance. I remember my dad working two, two, three jobs at some times. Uh, You know, my mother had to move to New York or Atlanta to find work some days because there wasn't anywhere we lived in North Carolina and it was it was a stressful process but in the end they made it through and maybe one of the reasons was because they were self-sufficient I don't know I assume I assume that's probably that's probably a big reason why 855-765-1045 and I remember the the first thing I did after I got my green card was I got a social security card and I went out and got a job that's, what my, that, that's one of the big reasons I needed it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got some more uh, phone calls. Open mics on the way. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Bluegrass Boy, if you need a great band to back you up on your upcoming album, give Rusty Shine a call. And you're always welcome to come out and play live with us. 
Anytime. I'd like to dedicate this one today to the late, great Jeffrey Epstein. I like to watch the news each day and sing and play banjo. I'll keep you up to date on all the stuff you ought to know. I'm the only news reporter in the world who sings bluegrass. And if you think this bit is stupid, well, then you can kiss my... All right, listen up, y'all. Woke up the other day to hear that Jeffrey Epstein died. They found him in his cell. He had committed suicide. But if you think that pervert really killed himself in jail, then let me tell you about this really nice bridge I've got for sale. This entire incident has got a putrid smell. You can figure out this mystery without breaking a sweat. Just look out for a prison guard driving a new Corvette. Seven six five one zero four five and Rusty man, I appreciate the offer. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do a little bluegrass band or a bluegrass boy and band uh, new collaboration someday. That'd be great. Uh, this is Mike on the West Side. Mike, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing, Mike? Hi, Mike. Uh, Mark, I really enjoy your show. I was an oxymoron. I noticed a couple of weeks ago you were gone somewhere. Yeah. And I, I turned it on and I said it's the best of Mark's show. I said what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you gave me some ammunition Wait. a couple minutes ago. <laughs> hey, I, pre- I appreciate that. that. Yeah, the best of Mark. What an oxymoron that is. Uh, anyway. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh, you're talking about Frito and that. Now, you as the Canadian-born guy, which I never knew to you, just meddled it out a little bit a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Which do you prefer could be called, a Canuck or a Hoser? <laughs> I prefer and, I prefer hoser, but again, hose. Here's and here's you bring up a great point, Mike. Canuck hey. is is a term for a Canadian, a derogatory term for your nationality, or you could just be a member of the hockey team. Um, but but hoser is just. I mean, you can be any nationality. Be a hoser this means you're an idiot. <laughs> so, but those are both great hey. terms. Hey, uh, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. And you know, there's something that, that people don't even realize. A lot of a lot of negative connotations turn positive. For example, as I pointed out, Canuck. Canuck is what Americans used to call Canadians because you know, oh, there's crazy Canucks. But now they turned it into the, uh, a hockey team in Vancouver, and it's gone mainstream. Yankee. I don't know if you don't you know that. You probably a lot of people listening know this because well, we're from the South in Georgia. But Yankee, as I learned when I moved to North Carolina at a very young age, is not a is not a term of endearment. Yankee is a derogatory term from anyone north of Virginia, north of the Mason Dixon line. You call him a Yankee. But for some reason, the Yankees, I guess showing how stupid they are, decided to name their baseball team that. Or maybe they were just trying to take back the word. 
855-765-1045. Maybe what Chris Cuomo should do is embrace the word Fredo and start, you know, start naming stuff Fredo or, 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 or start a, a baseball team or a hockey team or a, or no, a bocce ball team. Maybe a bocce ball team and call them the Fredos. And then you just, you own it. Hey, Linda from Jacksonville. How are you, Linda? I'm good. How are you this morning? I'm doing very well. Thanks so much for asking. What'd you want to say, Linda? Well, I just want to run this past you. I'm not for socialism, but uh, perhaps this could work in certain situations. You know, we have illegals coming in. We have homeless. We have people on the welfare that you're talking about. And um, the thought of them, there's all these hotels and business office buildings that aren't being used that could possibly be repaired to have living conditions. And this is where the people, um, we have them live. We have in these buildings, we have a cafeteria to where they get their three meals a day. If they need to take a lunch to work, they go down there, they get a bag lunch. Um, they have a doctor that makes rounds that uh, could be at every building. They could have a nurse every now and then. Um, and so we're going to have to take care of these people no matter what. So perhaps making it to where they get a small stipend, corporations can bring them on and okay. they work. But So let me ask you this, Linda. Are you talking about people who are already here in this country or are you talking about bringing in more people legally? Oh, through no, no. People that are already here that ha that need to be taken care of. Okay, all right. Or the, all right, homeless, well, the ones that are on welfare. Sure. Some way to to care for them that they don't take the money and um, squander it away. All right, let's get to that. Let's get to that in just a minute because the the topic with Donald Trump is, you know, let's make sure people coming to this country are self-sufficient. Are you in agreement with that? Well, it's going to be a while before they can be self-sufficient. People coming to this country? He's basically saying if they can't come to this country and be self-sufficient, then they shouldn't get the visa. Well, still, there are people that's coming to this country that are not going to have a job when they get here. Well, then, when they should they not? Are they we not? Are we not paying for them people to to be here for a period of time till they are are they are self sufficient? Well, and that's what Donald Trump is suggesting. He's saying, look, if you're coming to this country, you need to be self sufficient. You can't rely on food stamps. You can't rely on public housing. You can't rely on that kind of stuff. We need to know that you are capable and willing to pursue your own American dream. And that's got to be part of the contingency before you even get your green card, before you even get your visa. Then once you get here, you know, uh, if they if you've been properly vetted and not to say that some people won't slip through the cracks. But, you know, if you've been properly vetted or some people won't just fall on hard times as people are prone to do for whatever reason, downsizing or a company or a bad investment or what have you. But you've got to be the kind of person that's not just coming here to milk the system. You've got to be the kind of person that is coming here to actually build your own life with the benefit of all the freedoms and all the all the assets that the United States of America has to offer people who are who are not just consumers, but are also creators. That's what Donald Trump's saying. Now, as far as the homeless population here and the homeless problem here there, the other issue is. You know, yeah, okay, you take an old, like, what's that, what's that building on I, the I-4 eyesore, which I think they just sold to, like, some giant church or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's an Altamont. 
What is it? It's an Altamont. That's like the area called Altamont. Oh, Altamont. Okay, yeah. yeah. So everybody knows it. It was like this big, beautiful building they started building. They stopped like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, a long time ago. And it's just been sitting there. The glass is up, but there's nothing else. And the bottom third is still under construction. Correct. Well, someone finally bought it, I heard. They're turning it into like a church or something. Oh, okay. That's the rumor on the street. But I see what you're saying. Take a building like that and turn it into some kind of public housing. The issue with that is I don't think that that inspires people to pull themselves up. I think you do the opposite. I think you try to get homeless. I don't think you put homeless people together. I think you separate them. You know, there's this old, there's this old, it's like Tony Robbins type thing where you're the, you're the equivalent of the top five people you spend time with. Or if you want to get better, go hang out with somebody who's accomplished what you want to accomplish or somebody who's farther along than you are, somebody who's smarter than you. They always say if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Josh, you're in the wrong room, dude. Bye. Yeah. Uh, so that's basically, you know, and all of these things, they hold some truth to them. So why don't we take the homeless people and instead of putting them all in a building together or a soup kitchen together, why don't we put them out there with people who have done what they want to do? That is, if they want to do it. Um, again, we're not going to solve homelessness on the show today or probably ever. Uh, but as far as people coming into the country, as far as new people applying for visas, as far as new legal immigrants that want to come to the United States of America, all Donald Trump is saying is, look, uh, the regulations in 1996 say that you should not be a public charge. You must be uh, primarily independent. You can have dependents. You can have kids. You can have a wife. But you've got to make sure. Uh, you've got to make sure that you can you can provide for all of them before you rely on the government. 855-765-1045. A green card ain't a credit card, basically, is what is what he's trying to say. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls. Mark K. Show uh, returns right after this on News 104.5 WOKV. I love the Marquette show. I just started listening to it probably six months ago. And, dude, you're so funny, man. Yeah, thanks, man. It takes about six months. It takes about six months. For it to really grow on you, for you to really kind of miss, for it to marinate. And then you, know, you first hear it and you're like, what the hell is this? And then you keep listening and it grows on you. And then after six months, you're like, you know what? I'm going to leave an open mic message because today, for the first time, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> and potentially for the last time. 855-765-1045. Jay from Middleburg. How are you, Jay? Uh, enjoying your show, Mark. Uh, well, thank you. Well, as usual, Beijing Joe Biden sucks. Right. Um, listen, I was thinking I would go ahead and offer to buy a MPV, uh, an MP3 version of your uh, ballad of Jeff Epstein and uh, put that into uh, your charity or something like that, if you'd like. Well, that's a, but, that's a, that's a really nice. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that. I don't know how that goes. I know a lot of people sell MP3s and things like that. What I'm thinking I'll do is I'll just give away because people want to. They want to put that on their iPad, right, or their iPhone or whatever. I want it on the phone for a laugh. It'd always be good for a laugh. Yeah, always. Be, look, there's video on Facebook if you want to go watch the video. But I understand a lot of people just want to have the audio. So when they're on the treadmill, for example, they can listen. They can listen to Bluegrass Boy on the treadmill. Um, again, those are those people that work out that I just I have nothing in common with. But I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go home today and I'll. Feel figure out a way to do, I'm not going to charge you for it but I'll figure out a way to get maybe we'll, we can put it on Facebook there's a there's a way to do that or we'll uh, we'll put it up on the Mark K show website and we'll figure out a way for you to download Bluegrass Boy for free I also got a request for a song I did back in 2016 about Hillary Clinton and that song was great at the time because she was running for office. And it was all <laughs> it was basically all about how if your name's Clinton, you can get away with any crime in the world. And I just realized 
It still holds true today. In fact, this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, I've noticed more people are watching it and sharing it and liking it. So, and that, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the internet. That's the beautiful thing about the internet is that whenever the Clintons do something, people find the song, they hear it, they start sharing it, it gets more likes, and we get more attention on the show. Um, you know, and so, and, and same with this Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Bluegrass Boy song. Next time when we find Jeffrey Epstein and when he actually dies again, uh, you know, probably we'll get some more. We'll get some more. <laughs> my wife, because I was editing the song in my studio at home yesterday, and uh, my wife sees it. She goes, Jeffrey Epstein's suicide. What is that? And I go, oh, it's a song I wrote. She goes, you wrote a song about someone's suicide? And I go, yes, but it's funny. And she just looked at me and she said, this is why I can't listen to your show. <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes sense. Uh, 855-765-765. 1045 Maria on the west side. Maria, thank you so much for calling the Marquee Show. How you doing? I'm doing good, but I wanted to respond to that lady, Linda, that called saying that we should accommodate the, the people um, by renting offices and empty buildings. You know, I would like for her to put her money where her mouth is. I would like to be supported by her. You would like to be supported I mean, by her? Well, yeah, I mean, if she's saying that we, we, our taxes should support all of these people that are coming into this country, yeah. then, then maybe she should set the example. You know, it's the same thing coming from another country to this country. If you're going to move into another house from one house, you need to save up. You just can't move and not pay your rent. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm not even saying you need to save. I'm a big believer in credit. I understand how the mortgages work. I understand all that. And you know what? George Bailey said it best when he was like, oh, what do I have to wait for? For, for four bedrooms on a bath? Why? Uh, yeah, that's basically, I know, I understand, but you need to be able to pay back the money that you borrow. You need to be able to show that you have a job. You need to be able to spend your time working constructively to do something in this country that's going to make a difference and benefit you and your family and society. Now, I know what you're thinking. What the hell do you do, Baldy, to the the benefit society? And I still haven't worked that out yet. But somewhere, someone is benefiting from this show because if they weren't, then they wouldn't keep letting me back in the building. They would have a they would have a guard at the door saying, "I'm sorry, Mr. K, I'm going to need your badge." Um, so as long as the, as long as that doesn't happen, I know that I am a benefit to society. Somebody is making money off of me, and I'm okay with that because it allows me to pay my mortgage as well. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Listen, we got to go, but tomorrow is whatever you want Wednesday, and there's so much going on in the world, and I guarantee there'll be more going on later today that there'll be tons for us to talk about. Whatever you want Wednesday, tomorrow on the Mark K Show. Coming up, traffic, news, weather, and Rush Limbaugh on News 104.5 WOKV.